0: episode 414. It is Wednesday here in Cincinnati. It is freezing cold outside. I think we have a high of 15 or something today, but it is really warm and cozy here in my new podcast space. If you are watching on video, then you get to see the, the new set that my husband and I have created for Gaia's Love 2022 and beyond. If you are not watching on video, I encourage you, if you're listening on audio, I encourage you to pop over to YouTube or Instagram and just take a peek at what it looks like so you'll be able to see the, the energy and the uh, perspective shift that I have created here when you're listening to the future episodes. I am going to give you a little bonus if you are watching. Let me see if I can do it. From my chair there. Did that work? Yep. So now the tree is all lit up, which is the extra fun thing that we have here on our set. So, for those who are not uh, live with me on video, I will give you a quick description of what we have done. This used to be my meditation room where I would sit and meditate for ages, (laughs) for years. I've been meditating in this room, and it used to have a black futon. Uh, cushion on the floor and then my little pillows over on the side and all my crystals and I was just sitting here and do my chants and my meditation and um, I would do the podcast over at my desk which is on the other side of this room where my office is located and I would sit at my desk with all those bookshelves behind me and I I would just feel like uh, very (laughs) official I guess but not very Gaia's love-ish and the energy that was coming through. Well, I recorded the audios. It's going to take me a minute to adjust to all of this. So help me as we're kind of settling into the space and the new equipment and the microphone and the new set. There's a lot of adjusting as I, as I get used to this. When I would do the audios for Guys Love, I used to record them on my phone. And so I would sit here in this room and record them and then take them over to my desk and do all the editing. I don't edit a lot though. (laughs) I usually do one take. One take, that's it. Which is why right now I'm gonna keep going even though I probably could start over and make it a little smoother. One take, that's how we do it. But I would go over there and edit them. And then when I decided to add video, I did them at my desk because it was easier. I had Zoom, I could use the software and the camera that I used for my energy gym, and it was all set up. But it was so boring. It was just my regular bookshelf behind me, which is what I use for all of my other videos and my Zoom calls. So my husband and I were talking, this is after I saw Blue of Earth upgrade her podcast set. (laughs) I got very inspired and a little jealous. I'm like, I want a set that looks like that. I don't like my bookshelves anymore. So I talked to my husband who is so creative and is a set designer. Like this is what he does. He designs sets for theater and he teaches students how to do it. And I said, what can we do in this room? So the first thing I did was painted the room which this wall is purple Um, you'll be able to see in some of the pictures I'll share this wall is deep purple and it's got a beautiful Buddha painting on it that I got for my birthday last year for my 50th and then this wall is a lighter purple and then the curtains are gray and the carpet is gray and so everything just is more calm and peaceful than it used to be it used to be yellow so we painted, and then he designed this tree that is behind me, and she is beautiful. I feel like, I don't know if you can see when you're looking, but I feel like it's literally the figure of a woman that he just drew, he just created it, and then built it from wood. So it's just this beautiful woman, and then she has these three different branches of trees, leaves, coming out of the top. And the for those who aren't watching on video, The tree goes uh, flat against the wall from the base of the floor to probably above my head as I'm sitting down, and then the branches stretch all the way up to the ceiling of the room, and they're also attached to the the wall, and everything is like browns and maple color. And then he created this big globe in the middle. It's a big round circle, and it has the uh, images of land and water on it sort of etched into the wood. And then the words Gaia's Love in my font that I use (laughs) on my website for my marketing in the same font. He has this beautiful Gaia's Love in the center. So we have spent, and then I'm sitting in a new beautiful chair that I just found at at home recently, the store at home. And then my table from Costa Rica on my left that I got... 25 years ago, but I still have. So it's like Costa Rican wood and energy right here in my room, which I'm so excited about. All of my crystals over on the side behind me, my water, my timekeeper hourglass, like all of these magical things that really are important to me. My incense is building or building. What is my incense doing? (laughs) Burning. (laughs) <laughs> and so the room and then this new microphone in front of me and the camcorder is all set up and the lights and like all this stuff <laughs> we have dramatically upgraded the energy and the yeah the energy the energy's always been good but I feel like now the visuals and the quality of the sound in the video match the energy of what I have been emanating through Gaia's love since I started a couple of years ago we were at episode 414 how did that happen that is so many episodes, <laughs> so many times I have sat down in front of the camera or um, my phone to record the audio. And here we are with all this new stuff and all this new energy when, okay, so yeah, so the tree uh, we had to, he had to first design it and then cut it, and then we had to put it up on the wall, which I did a time lapse video on Instagram and Facebook about it. It was so much fun, like just putting the pieces in place and then putting the lights behind it. It has those strip LED lights that can change color behind it, so I can make it. I'm not going to do it now, but well, maybe I will. Why not? I'll just show you. Like you can change the color, so you can make it like orange or yellow (laughs) or blue, (laughs) green, (laughs) we decided yesterday, my daughter and I decided on this really soft shade of purple because it was so peaceful and it matched uh, sort of the feeling of the room. There's a little uh, screen on the right of my camcorder that lets me see what I'm doing as I do it. So sometimes if I'm looking to the side in the video, (laughs) I'm like trying to adjust to all of that. I'm used to looking right at my iPhone. Uh, so we set all of it up, but then we had to, you know, stain the wood, varnish the wood. The Gaia's Love, if you can see where the letters are, the they were etched in. And so I had to hand paint white paint into those tiny little grooves to make sure that the white would pop and then varnish it. It's just been so much fun and there is so much love in this space and it feels really good to share it with you. It's been six weeks since I have created a podcast and I didn't realize it had been that long but I feel like the um, the attention and the love and the care that has been put into creating this vibration, this uh, gift of beauty that you get to witness, like all of this magic around me. I I feel like the energy of Gaia in the way that I have been holding and translating it through this podcast for so many years, the energy of it now has a visual representation that that matches some of what I feel about Gaia, the consciousness of our planet, the beauty and delicacy and strength of our planet. I feel like the tree reflects that or gives a visual to what I have been attempting to share. <laughs> Hopefully I've been sharing. Hopefully you've been feeling and receiving it. But I feel like now you can see that. And when I was looking at the test video, what I loved, what I loved is the perspective of size now. Like before at my desk and when I would sit here and when you listen to the audio, it's it's been me. It's all viv. It's this human that is, you know, sending this vibration out. And I run the soundtrack of the ocean underneath from when I was in Costa Rica years ago. I run that soundtrack in parallel with my voice so that you can feel the steadiness and the flow of Gaia's energy through the ocean. So I have that with my audio, but now I feel like this is Gaia's podcast. Like I am the human attempting (laughs) to translate what I feel and what I experience living in a human body here on Gaia, but ultimately it's, it's the vibration of love that I feel from our planet that I'm translating. It's the way that I connect and harmonize with Gaia that I am always attempting to share. And I feel like now it's in perspective, like here's Gaia, all the beauty of the tree and the, the world and the light, and then there's the me smaller (laughs) I mean I may eventually move the camera closer I don't know we'll see but for now I feel like this is the perspective the way it's supposed to be this little human in this big story this really big tree and wall and light and color and beauty and me (laughs) so it feels um it feels like the right um the right perspective as we step into this new year okay that was a lot all about the set and the changes we have made i am still learning the technology um this microphone is not something i'm used to so i'm trying to not bump it <laughs> i'm trying to kind of work around it and not have as many noises in the background because i think the volume is picking up much louder so we're going to kind of adjust and see how we do together as we get used to all of this but It feels good to be back, and it feels really good to be back with all of this beauty around me. Um, It also feels so fun because I have my Buddha. (laughs) She's right here. She's three feet by three feet, this painting, and her eyes are probably another foot above my head, so I feel like she's just sending (laughs) all of this steady, calm love from the painting to me out to you, and... And so we've got the tree and all the beauty of Gaia sending you all of this love and then my Buddha sending you love and then me, the human, just, you know, sharing, <laughs> talking about it and transmitting this frequency out to you of, oh my God, is life so beautiful and so good in this moment. Yeah, so that's the, the logistics of what is happening. Today is January the 26th. Two thousand twenty two. It is my birthday, my fifty first birthday, which is so funny to me. I feel like I just celebrated fifty last year and like where'd the year go? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and I celebrated for my fiftieth. It was it was good. We partied and and <laughs> danced and had so much fun for several weeks. Like I stretched that one out for a long time and My family and my friends have been asking me, like, what do you want to do for your birthday this year? And I have said, all I want to do is set up my podcast room, (laughs) create my first podcast, like, just be in the the beauty of creation in the way that I enjoy it and embody it and share it. And so here I sit. It's about 12 um, noon, and there's gorgeous sunlight coming in through the window. I've got all this magic happening Uh, when I get done creating the podcast I get to play on my new computer with my new software and edit learn all of that new stuff and I'm going to go pick up some Indian for lunch and read some Jean keys which is one of my favorite winter lunch rituals to enjoy the food that I love that I don't really want to have to cook because I don't have all the spices (laughs) and also to have the Jean keys in front of me we are three months into the four month gene key pearl retreat and I thought I had read the gene keys I thought I understood it I don't know anything (laughs) I'm sitting with these people in community calls who are they just make all the connections and they understand all of it and I don't so I am humbly a student once again and really enjoying the process so I'm going to do that and then uh, my mom is coming over with birthday cake and then tonight my um, daughter and my husband and I are going to get pizza and then watch a Disney movie called Encanto, which my daughter recommended. So that is what a 51st birthday looks like here <laughs> for Vivian Gerard. And I'm so happy. I'm so excited about it. The the bonus, I guess that's what I'll call it, the bonus or the the pure fun and play for me is to call this podcast episode a birthday blueprint and and get to experience something that I usually offer to my clients. So I have a session that I call a birthday session and I've been doing it for years and people will have a session within a few days of their birthday or on their birthday and we tune into the magic of whatever they want to look at. So it could be the story of their birth and maybe they want to do some healing around that or the um, next milestone birthday they have coming up. Maybe that is a milestone birthday. Intentions for the years ahead, relationships that need healing, relationships with parents. It could be about whatever, but because we do it around the new beginning of the solar return each year when they have a birthday, there's so much magic and power in those sessions and and they're so unexpected and delightful and i never know where they're going to go. <laughs> and today i set that intention for myself. I decided that i'm going to call this session, this podcast, A Birthday Blueprint. And what i am going to focus on translating or tuning into energetically and sharing with you as i do it is the blueprint for this next year. What what does 2022, because, you know, my birthday's in January, because Aquarius says do that, because we like to start the year on our birthday. <laughs> That's very convenient to have a birthday right at the beginning of the year. <laughs> what does 2022 hold for me? And, and I am the creator of my own reality. I'm the creator of all the experiences that I have. And so being intentional and saying, these are the experiences I choose. This is what I call in for this next year then allows me to align my frequency and my momentum and move in that direction. And so we're going to do that together. And you get to witness what a birthday session looks and feels like. So, of course, this morning, as happens with all sessions, all, this, all these ideas start to come up. You're like, oh, it could be this or it could be that or maybe I'll talk about that. Or, And so all of these possibilities start to bubble up and often what I find is all of those threads come together. The, the thoughts, the ideas, the situations that are happening right around a session, especially at a birthday, are all weaving together a new possibility. And if we're aware, and we take the time and we pause, and then we look at all of those threads, we can pull them together. And we suddenly have this new potential, this new blueprint. And that that magic you can feel it you can like i talked about this in the last podcast episode you can feel truth you can feel when when the knowing is right and deep and inside of you and is pulling you into something that you want to create or do next and so i so i've had all these little threads and yesterday i spent the day pulling cards and meditating and journaling and talking to others and also to myself (laughs) to my guides about the way that I receive people into my work, into my website, and and how there's lots of resources I've created, and I have gone through lots of my own teachings and learnings and healings and processes. So there's lots of stuff on my website. But I, I don't feel like it's a really clear path of when you arrive, this is step one, two, three, four for your infinite embodiment in the way that I teach it or guide it. And so you do these things in this sequence. And so when I was journaling, I started to write, uh, free write and speak and feel this message from my soul coming through about how the work that I have done in my own journey, my humanness as Vivian is this completion of the soul work that i have been doing since the origin of my soul i wrote about this in just white light that there's this arc of learning that a soul goes through and we start from source we are birthed from source energy light consciousness as individual experiences of light to go do something create experience be more moving through us because we separate from source and as we go through that journey of wherever and whatever we do maybe we come here to Gaia maybe we go to other dimensions or locations or planets like there are there's endless opportunities because it's an infinite universe and so the soul does whatever it's doing in its arc of learning with an intention to guide with an intention to guide the soul, not that every soul guides, with the soul having a clear guiding intention that carries it along that arc of learning. And at some point, I describe it in the book like a boomerang, we leave Source, we separate from Source like a hand throws a boomerang out, knowing we're going to go all the way to the edges of the arc and then come back. And when we come back, we're going to return to Source return to the origin, return to light, return to consciousness. And so why not see how far the boomerang can go and how much you can accumulate and do before you come back? Why half-ass it? <laughs> Just go all the way into the adventure and soak everything up and then come back to source with as much as you can possibly create and, and bring into being or form. I describe it like a platter. Thank like you You have this huge platter of magical creations and you come back to source and you say, here you go. Look what I did. Look, look what I created all as a gift to give back to creation, oneness, whole, the universe. I left source so I could return to source. And while I was gone, here's what I did. (laughs) I also describe in the book like the prodigal son or daughter. I don't know why it has to be a son being. The prodigal child <laughs> goes away and has this adventure and maybe feels or looks like it's rejected the family but returns to the family. And when the son or daughter or child returns to the family, do we greet them with you know, irritation or anger because they've been gone or do we just hug them and welcome them and say, I'm so glad you're here, what did you do while you were gone? That's what I feel like Source, Creator, the universe does with us like you're back (laughs) you're back and what'd you do while you were gone show me tell me like let me see and the I feel like the the reunion is so sweet and it's so much sweeter if we feel like we have accomplished those intentions that we wanted to if we have birthed into existence the new that we chose to go do when we left like we don't want to come back empty-handed or tail between our legs like well i was going to start a podcast but i got kind of scared so i didn't or well i was going to create these festivals around the world but i didn't know if i could make the money so i didn't (laughs) right like what i'm not going to do that with source (laughs) are you kidding me (laughs) probably what would happen is source or God or the universe would be like, why don't you go back and try again? <laughs> go back and reincarnate, and start over as a baby, <laughs> you've got another 50 years, so you can get to this point again. No, thank you. <laughs> that is not my intention for this year. And for next year, it's to create, it's to bring into form, all of these offerings and ideas that I know want to move through me. And then and then bask in them, like revel in the magic as it's being created. It's like this podcast space. It would have been super easy for me to stay in that chair with that bookshelf behind me, keep recording on Zoom, which never looked great, always blurry, the software sucked, like it would have just been super easy to keep going or to go back to audio. I mean, why even bother with video, right? Go backwards, go to audio again. But there's this compelling urge inside of me and thank god inside of my husband to create beauty to expand to step out of our comfort zone i um i just shared this with a friend yesterday i or two days ago i had this moment in a plant medicine journey space two years ago with this beautiful human this beautiful man who is no longer with us and i i I remember saying to him, we were focusing on flow at that journey, and I remember saying to him, I see how you and your partner support each other, and when one of you is stuck, the other one kind of bumps in and nudges you, and when you're stuck, the other partner bumps in and nudges you, and so you're constantly sort of pushing each other to expand and to try new things and to think in new ways and create in new ways. And I say, I feel like my husband and I do the same. And sometimes the bumps are not very comfortable. Sometimes they're very painful. And we wonder, like, can we do this? Can we stay together? I mean, are we actually synchronized? And what I remember my friend and I saying to each other is the, the flow, the commitment to flow, to being in motion constantly to always be bringing new into form and birthing something into the creative space of the earth. To always be in that state of flow, it's a common, it's a foundational agreed upon uh, base of my marriage. And he said it beautifully back to me, my friend. He said, you have the same uh, underlying commitment to flow. And because of that, you're always going to be, you're always going to be working together. It's always going to work. And I was like, I agree. That is such a fundamental truth and deep uh, way of being in this world. And when my husband and I have that, like, we can work through any of the bumps that come up because because that core agreement is inclusive of uncomfortable moments and comfort edges being pushed (laughs) and both of us ending back in the same bed every night going to sleep together and waking up together no matter what happens during the day no matter which directions we are pushing our comfort edges we are we are constantly in motion together and expanding together so yeah didn't realize I was going to talk about that um But that is a core foundation in my life is to create, to bring something new into being. That's why I talked about it, because the podcast space. Yeah, it would have been super easy to just sit over in that very uncomfortable chair instead of this beautiful... (laughs) Can you see? My friend called it a throne. I'm like, it does feel a little bit like a throne. It's this gorgeous, like, velvety, soft a velour something. This material is like amazing. And it's a soft, creamy, tan kind of color. It's just the right height for me. I had to bring all the equipment lower because the chair is so low, (laughs) but it's like just the right height for my legs. So my feet can be flat on the floor. It's got a nice little curve on the back, but not too far. I can put my arms on top, not like all wonky. Like it's just right for me, instead of that office chair over there, which is not just right for me. I mean, the beauty of this, I actually have to cover the chair when I'm not using it because my cat, Jade, loves it. She thinks it's the perfect scratching post. <laughs> like, no. So the podcast space has a change when there's a set change when the podcast is over because I have to cover this up and put all the equipment away so she doesn't play with all the wires. She's tried to eat the one wire the other day. Cats, I love them, but I don't understand <laughs> some of the things that they do. Okay, so beauty, right? Like this is a way of being that thrills me. And, and so I know I'm like all over the place, but there is just a lot, of, a lot of fun thoughts coming through on my birthday, and I'm weaving all of the pieces together. Okay, so let's go back creation birthing oh i was talking about source how i am absolutely going to go back to source and say here are the things (laughs) here they are (laughs) look (laughs) i'm so delighted to give you these creations that that i know were potential inside of me that i brought into form and existence and there's a a great podcast i've been watching aubrey marcus is just so phenomenal and the people he's bringing into interview and he had Mateus i don't remember his last name mateus was on from argentina and he calls himself a portal you can find them on aubrey marcus's channel um he calls himself a portal and he was talking about like just the he was talking about a lot of stuff (laughs) you would have to listen to it he talked about so much and i have to sometimes just stop and regroup because i'm like is that my truth? Is that I think that's there's some elements of truth in there but I'm not so sure and whoa how did he even know that? And like but he calls himself a portal and he describes the just yeah literally thinking about him now my mind went blank. I'm like why did I even bring him up? I was talking about maps, creation source. He kind of does that to you when you watch. You sort of just like what? What just happened? I can't remember why I brought it up, but apparently you need to watch it and that's why <laughs> that's why I shared it. Um that's so funny. Oh, well, you'll figure it out when you watch why you're supposed to watch. But one of the I don't remember. Well, for my birthday. And I'm not editing this out because this is a one-take and done kind of podcast. We don't make it all <laughs> like seamlessly beautiful maybe when I hire someone to do all this maybe but right now I'm doing it and so that's just not really in the budget or the time time space that I have (laughs) okay so going back to birthdays I have some very clear intentions for this blueprint that's what I was going to talk to you about I know okay so Matthias Matthias, what he was talking about was building a map or a pathway for people to follow so that the future generations of humans understand things the future generations of humans have access to things sooner because of the pathways that he creates and so He just sort of shares and dumps all this information and then you can sit with that and sort through it and then move towards creating a different future because of the information and the tools that he offers. But it's a lot. It's a lot. And what I have realized when I've been listening to him and then looking at my own work and how I teach and embody energy, I feel like the... The way that I do it is very feminine, very soft, very gentle, very grounded, steady, consistent, accessible, um, understandable. Uh, There's all kinds of ways in which I teach and guide. So I have videos like this. I have audios. I have books. I have in-person experiences. I have a virtual community. I have have like all these different entry points for people to be able to understand and love or develop a love for this human journey to bring the mind and the body and the soul into harmony in the body not out in the universe but here what I call home this home body that each of us chose to walk around this planet in and create through and so if we as we learn to embody to bring the infinite soul more and more into the human body and coordinate with the strength and the power of the mind instead of being managed by the mind and then allow the soul to come through and speak to us and guide us and show us as we mold and form that energy of the mind and the body and the soul together working together and playing together and creating together this journey that we have becomes the best place to be the only place that we want to be the grandest of experiences and adventures and then the birthing of new and creating and flowing it's it's so easy it's so much more fun it I mean, yeah, you're going to argue with your husband about which direction the branches should go and <laughs> how dark the stain of the tree should be and what color light should be where. <laughs> you might have those disagreements, but the, the joy of creating it is fun and, and um, replenishing of our energy. It doesn't deplete us. It fuels us. It expands how much energy we have access to. And then the momentum just builds and grows and builds and grows and more gets birthed through us constantly. And so when I have been looking at, and I, I try to not compare because I do believe each one of us has very unique gifts and skills and purpose for being here. And so Mateus has his way of doing his work that he's absolutely in alignment with and it's beautiful. Aubrey has his I have mine blue has hers. We all have these beautiful Richard red. we have these beautiful ways that we share the work that we do. and so I'm not trying to be like any of those others and I don't believe any of them are trying to be like anybody else. they're just being fully themselves and I model that and teach that and live that. but what I what I have been looking at and contemplating is how to define better the way that I do my work how to articulate it and share it so that more people have access to what I have mastered what I have learned what I know I came here from source to share and how do I expand that or uh, broadcast the energy more uh, visibly or further out? so that more people can connect with, with this frequency that I transmit. And so yesterday, that's why that came through, yesterday I was writing this message from my soul, from my guides, of, and from Gaia, of what this shift in consciousness is about right now, why this new set is necessary, why the energy needs to be more visibly witnessed and expanded and beautiful what the feeling of that is like embodied in me so that I can better emanate it or translate it to you as you watch the video or listen to the audio or you know read or see whatever frequency I'm sending out and the message from my soul and from Gaia was that the blueprint the I'll backtrack for a second In the Gene Keys, my life's purpose is number 41, which is all about anticipating the next evolutionary energetic grid that is going to be brought into form. And in the book, he talks about a start codon, the letters ATG in DNA. When they're sequenced ATG, the very next thing that goes after that code sets the pattern of what's going to happen. You'd have to read the book. I don't even know if I understand the whole DNA part. But ATG followed by a C means that something is about to shift. And, and I feel that in myself. Like As an Aquarius sun and moon I, and a Gemini rising, I am always sensing there's something new coming through. I have to tell you about this new thing. Some Aquarius says it's technology. They want the latest, greatest technology not me. I'm the one dragging my feet. Like, do I have to learn to use a new camcorder? Do I have to learn to use the new phone? Can't I just do it the way I've been wanting to do it? Thank God I have a husband who's very interested in technology and understands it and pushes me to like, no, you need this and you have to learn this and it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Adobe Premiere is not that hard. <laughs> oh. But for me, I have always felt like there's something I can sense that is birthing. This is the feminine way of receiving information. There's something wanting to be created or formed, and how do I articulate it and share it? How do I bring that through in a way that is accessible to others? Knowing that my work, my soul's intention is deeply, intimately connected to this planet, to Gaia, to being here, not. I mean, traveling the universe is fun, but to come back to uh, mold and shape and help form the human experience in relationship to Gaia and Source. And my books are all about that. Like, what is that story of my soul and why Gaia? How did Gaia come into form? And, yeah. So... When I was writing yesterday this message about the shifting consciousness that is happening and the infinite sustainability that I feel Gaia is now at. The, the ability of the energy of the planet, her consciousness, to be self-sustainable, to not need to be managed by guides and teams of beings to help shape and mold her like she is she is self-sustainable as an energy, as a, an individual consciousness. And we as souls, humans, get to participate and support that shift and witness it. Which means, because we are humans and we live inside of her energy field, we are going through an upgrade. We are up-leveling. Our consciousness is going to become self-sustainable and infinite in the human body, just like Gaia's is, is in a, a physical planet. As so I was writing all that and I understood it and then I looked at the paper and I'm like, how am I going to share that? <laughs> how do I tell people that? <laughs> Apparently. Just like I did right now. And maybe you understand the words, maybe you don't, but can you feel the peaceful transition the peaceful threshold that our planet sits in in this moment there's no angst in Gaia there is delight and joy and this knowing that she's done it she's she's in a different vibration frequency and this frequency is focused on beauty and unity and harmony and connection and oneness and and play <laughs> play <laughs> and I feel the, the resonance the match to that in my human journey and I know there's no coincidence that I am walking this timeline exactly as I am because that's the service I offer to the consciousness of our planet I, I understand and am matching the journey that she is completing in this moment so Going back to yesterday's writing and my birthday today and this idea of a birthday session and a birthday blueprint, what I was feeling into yesterday is um, in order to best support this transition that we're in, this threshold that we are at with Gaia, the shift that humans will need to move through to match her new frequency, to find a place of peacefulness and calm and trust and love like deep love because that is absolutely how Gaia feels about humans we we would not exist in this energy field of Gaia if there wasn't a deep deep abiding love from our planet to the humans that live and play and create havoc here we wouldn't we wouldn't be here. The planet would have self-corrected and adjusted. And so, how lucky we are that she adores us and wants us to be here. And I believe the, the message of Gaia's love right now and the way that I understand it, the frequency that I am translating, attempting to share with you, is it's this message of like trust. Trust the process. Lean into love and move the fear out. Know that there is something beautiful birthing in humanity. And the more of us who hear that message, resonate with that message, share that message, live that message. I talked about it in the last episode. The tipping point, the mass tipping point of consciousness will shift. And I feel like the virus, the pandemic has brought so much underbelly yuck stuff shit fear up for us to explore and look at individually and collectively so it's all been brought up and now we have to start choosing do we stay in that fear do we stay in that controlled state or do we surrender and trust that humanity is becoming something new because we have to because Gaia is becoming something new something evolved not new but something evolved and if she's evolving, we're evolving. There's no way around it. We are living and breathing in her energy field. So <laughs> there's no way to escape it unless you go to Mars in a rocket ship with Elon Musk. <laughs> you, can't, you can't escape what consciousness is going to be doing on our planet. And so why resist? Why fight? Why push against what is naturally moving through Gaia and... Um, And also, there's a paradox here. The paradox is, I feel and know all of this is true. And and I also know I can't convince you or tell you what to think or feel. You have your own journey. You have your own understanding. You have your own version of truth, just as I have my version of truth. I know how truth resonates in me, but my truth may not bring that resonance in you. And so there's a... There's this trust in myself of what's happening. There's also this surrender. (laughs) Like, okay, well, I'm going to sit here (laughs) in my new podcast chair and I'm going to show up every week and I'm going to continue translating the frequency and sharing and describing and articulating and feeling and visualizing with you. And you have your experience. And it's perfect. And you're not wrong, I'm not wrong. You're not right, I'm not right. We're just having this amazing human journey. Um, And this is how I choose to share it and, and stay in alignment with what I am going to be bringing back to source when I complete this journey. Yeah, so I was sitting with all of that yesterday, which was beautiful. And realizing that my physical, virtual website does not match that energy or frequency. Uh, So there's a lot of work that I will be doing over the next few weeks, reorganizing. I don't know that I'll be taking much away, but putting things into place to feel more like a blueprint so that or a pathway. So when you arrive to my website, the image I have is of circles. So the center circle is the individual, me in the individual. And then there's a bigger circle around that individual, which is the community. And then there's the bigger circle around that, which is, you know, Gaia, earth. So it's, it's like me in the middle community around me. And then the whole Of gaia in the bigger circle and then there's the universe and the cosmos (laughs) that sets out (laughs) source one flow but what what i believe is when this is the blueprint in order to be the infinite soul fully embodied in the human form and contributing and creating to our highest potential we we need to be in alignment with ourselves individually we need to know who we are individually we need to be whole individuals and that is a pathway that each one of us takes at our own time at our own pace and there are a lot of resources I've created that support an individual finding his or her their way into wholeness specific creations that I have birthed that guide one into that place and so I'm going to organize. The resources around individuals so the very first step in your own infinite embodiment is to focus on yourself and to bring your individual self into wholeness and so i'll put all those resources together the meditations and the books and the energy sessions the birthday sessions the awakening the guides course you know all of these self-study and um, deep dives and work that an individual can do and then there will be a section for community once you know yourself or even as you're moving through that, the witnessing of the witnessing of others and the reflection they offer you back to yourself of who you are is transformative growth. There's, there's so much you can do on your own and there's so much that happens when you're in community with people who will hold you to your best self who will witness you and listen to you, fully, wholeheartedly listen to you, and then mirror back to you who you are. It's sometimes jarring or shocking for people when I hold circles or do my Zoom calls. When when (laughs) someone's actually listening to you and paying attention and you go around a circle and then someone brings it back to the thing you said an hour ago and they remember what you said an hour ago because they were actually listening to you, that person has an awakening right in front of us. It's the most beautiful thing to watch. You're like, oh, you heard me? You paid attention? You mean you understand what I said? You have a match to what I said? That weird thing that I thought was coming out of my mouth that I don't know why it came out of my mouth? You are like that? It's, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful when community is safe and loving and supportive and allows you to start to discover and uncover who you are. But if you don't know who you are and you're not willing to do that work, the community is going to rub you the wrong way. The community will not feel good. The community will have you, like, you know, doing that and wanting to run away. So you have to start with your own individual process first. But when you get that moving and... And the awareness is starting to come up, the community is invaluable because now you're taking this new information about yourself, you're sharing it with somebody, and then having them reflect back to you, which gives you more to think about, which gives you more to analyze, which gives you more to heal. And so it, it expands your understanding of yourself and moves the engine even more powerfully. Once you know who you are or you're on that path and you have a safe community around you, What about this planet? What about all of humanity? What about this gorgeous, complex, crazy, but amazing thing that we call life in Gaia, on Gaia? How do we engage in a bigger and bigger way with what is shifting energetically like the tree, right? Like how do we expand our our embodiment by stretching, by engaging with more different people who are not like us, places that bump us out of our comfort zone. Because when we uncover parts of ourselves and start to enjoy and appreciate those aspects of ourselves, and then we go somewhere new, and a whole new version of ourselves is now mirrored to us, we stretch even more. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Take it from someone who has moved many times in my life and stepped into new situations, new communities, new cultures. The the awareness of who you are individually exponentially speeds up and the compassion for others, the compassion for self, the commitment to trying to make it work, trying to harmonize the energies and connect listen understand the commitment to that becomes that much greater and so when we do our individual work and then we start to trust and do our community work and then expand and do some global work or some Gaia work now you got some shit to bring back to a source (laughs) now you've got like an awesome platter (laughs) And isn't that the point? Isn't that why we're here? I mean, I know I told you in the last episode I wasn't going to tell you why you're here, but I feel like this might be a potential for all of us. Maybe we are here to become the most extraordinary, ver- extraordinary versions of ourselves that we could possibly be and contribute something beautiful back to all of humanity or back to Gaia, in addition to what we bring to source. Yeah. So those are some of the things that are going through my mind. So my website is going to be my immediate next step in my blueprint, making it my birthday blueprint for 2022, making it align and match, you know, what's, what is possible within the resources I provide. And then the next commitment, (laughs) I need more water. (laughs) Ooh, a lot of energy. Um, Yeah, so my website, and the next is going to be what I am calling, you're going to hear it here for the first time, the Gaia's Gifts Experience, and when we had the last episode, I was talking about the festivals, I wrote a book called One Day Gaia's Gifts that talks about energy portals that are stored in the consciousness of Gaia in specific locations, Um, anchored in by my soul tribe the souls that I was birthed with from source you know when you burst out as light from the original light and then you start doing that arc of learning there's a tribe of 14 of us that birthed at the same time and our intention was to play with time and space and the density of matter and we do that have been doing that did that are doing that here with Gaia and what has what i have remembered what has come through in a lot of my meditations and my channeling is this uh, collection of stories these moments when the other souls in my tribe each one of us has one specific location where we anchored energy into the consciousness of gaia in a specific time period with a specific group of people around us in a story with an intention and That book, One Day Guy's Gifts, has been sitting for a couple years waiting (laughs) for me to get ready, for me to be super brave and start actually talking about it and sharing it. And so so from that was this idea that there would be festivals, that I would go to these places and have big gatherings of people and do what the book, the stories guide us to do at each location. There are specific steps and words and things to do to activate the energy. And so I would go to those places and have these big festivals and lots of us would be co-creating these openings of the energy portal. Well, you know, COVID, <laughs> quarantine, <laughs> nobody allowed to travel. And so it has all just paused. I mean, COVID is an excuse, isn't it? I, I had no immediate plans to start raising the money and doing all of that. It was just this beautiful book with all these stories. I knew one day, one day I would do it. But when would that one day be? And COVID was a great 18. He's like, well, can't do it now. Can't travel. (laughs) So my soul and my guides just continue to bump me in the back and nudge me across the shoulders and hit me on the head (laughs) and say, come on, that's the thing you're here to do. And so I've been putting some form and structure to that over the past two months, really a lot over the last month. And it's going to be called The the Guy's Gifts Experience. The first phase is going to be a documentary. So I've um, opened the first chapter, which is chapter 14, my chapter, with Guy's Love Festival in Cincinnati two years ago. So that energy has already been activated. Um, The other locations, I am going to create a documentary from me going to each of those places and doing the things that the book the stories guide me to do that my soul tribe has told me is necessary to do. So the documentary will be well the first phase was the book and the second phase is going to be the documentary and then the third phase will be following that with a pathway of festivals. But before that this documentary is is the opening of the energy which I feel like we are ready for and the messages I keep getting from Gaia are it's time like the energy that is stored is love and consciousness and expansion and that will assist with how much fear is sitting so tightly with a grip on humanity. So that was the Clarity, (laughs) a documentary that I've mapped out that could start this June. I would start traveling in June. There'd be three different uh, legs to get around all the um, places, so a couple weeks in June, a little bit more in August, and then the rest in September and October. Well, I started putting a budget together as a very responsible business person would. We put budgets together for expenses and income and realized it's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of money to take all these people. And when I, because I need, you know, camera crew and editors, and then we have to create the documentary at the end. So there's all the editing and producing. There's just a lot of work takes a lot of money. And immediately my default was, well, I don't know how I'm going to raise all that money. I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's not going to happen. And I'm going to have to go beg and ask people for money. I mean, there are people I could do that with. And also I had this moment in a dream. I don't even know it was a dream. It's like I woke up in the middle of the night a couple weeks ago and I'd been pondering all of this and meditating and journaling like, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this work? Which is what our soul guides will do to us. They'll give us the next step, just like I said in the last episode. Why are you here? (laughs) They're going to give you clues. And then as you get that clue figured out, they're going to give you the next clue, and they're going to walk you (laughs) into the thing that you're here to do. Because I've been pondering, pondering, how am I going to raise all this money, and who am I going to talk to? I mean, we're talking a good million dollars. Like, how am I going to do this? And it's doable, but like, got to really create differently. And then I woke up, like 4 in the morning, and... (laughs) my husband was also awake and I was laying there and I was thinking about the amount and something clicked inside of me it's like wait a second you have awakening the guides course already set up on your website ready to go powerful work huge journey for anyone to have into their own individual healing it's the process I went through when I was awakening step by step eight modules of working through the things that you need clarity on to understand yourself better and become an awakened guide for humanity. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> That's $888 for that course, which, by the way, is minimal for what you receive from it. I'm like, a thousand people signing up for that course would be 888000 minus taxes and some expenses and some logistics, perhaps tons of money. 2,000 people, and you've got the whole thing covered. Like, what is the problem? <laughs> so, I tap my husband on the shoulder. I'm like, Hey, you're not going to believe this. I just realized I can generate the money to do the documentary. I don't need to go ask all these other people. I can make the money. What I need help with is spreading the word. So I just need to ask people to help me spread the word. And then the money will come and we can go do this documentary. He's like, yeah, duh. (laughs) I'm like, wait, why didn't you tell me that? And then I tell my son the next day, my son's like, yeah, (laughs) like, okay, well, Apparently, I had to go through it at my own slow pace, (laughs) remedial school year for Viv, because the men in my life got it ages ago. (laughs) And so now the the proposal feels so much different. It feels so empowered and so strong. Putting together what the documentary is going to be about, where we're going to go, how we're going to do it, inviting partners who have strong connections and an interest in what I do, to be part of the documentary with me, to go have the experience with me. And in exchange, they help me increase my visibility and bring people to my work so that my work funds my bigger work. (laughs) My creations fund my next creations. And along the way, other people are included in that, and they get to enjoy it just like I get to enjoy it, which it's more fun when you do it in community, especially with people who have the same deep commitment to transformation and change like I do. So that's what I'm working on, updating my website, creating the structure in the way that feels good to me, and then putting together a documentary proposal, knowing with the support of the partners I'm asking for, if they can help me increase the visibility The money will be generated through my own business and then I can pay for them to go. They don't have to pay. I'll pay. (laughs) It's so exciting. (laughs) It's so exciting. I feel like my guides are like, (laughs) duh, (laughs) just like my husband, but also... I feel like my guides are clapping and cheering and, like, jumping up and down behind me and around me and saying, Yes! Like, we always knew you could do this. We always knew you would figure it out. We knew that there was a pathway, and here you are. You're doing it. Um, I was sitting, meditating right here before the podcast, and one of my guides, uh, who's always on my left, this beautiful energy... I just could feel him I say him but you know they're not masculine or feminine but I could feel him just saying like sweetie I'm so proud of you I'm so proud of you and I was like I know me too (laughs) I'm so proud of me too because I'm figuring it out and these are big things to figure out and I can call in the support and it will absolutely be possible so that is my birthday blueprint it's to update my website I mean, massive update my website and prepare the documentary proposal, send it out to the suggested partners that I keep thinking about, share it with all of you create a a very uh, inclusive and welcoming energy around the documentary knowing it's leading to the festivals and so supporting the creation of the documentary speeds up how quickly we can get the festivals going and these festivals are not going to be like the festivals that I hear about from a lot of clients and friends. These festivals are energy festivals. No substances, no uh, wonky energy, like pure consciousness, pure light, source, Gaia, humanity, partnering, harmonizing, music, sound, uh, vibration, healthy food, healthy water leaving the place better and higher vibrational than when we arrived, creating new friendships and uh, sharing of ideas and memories and stories and places that we have traveled outside of Gaia and within Gaia. Like, these are not your typical festival. (laughs) And they're going to be in energy portals opened, opened in magical ways. So... So you want to support that because it's going to be so much fun and so exciting my my intention is the word prosperity which is what I've been studying with the gene keys course with Richard Rudd I'm actually going to change on my website the store the name store I'm going to change it to prosperity place or place of prosperity because prosperous means all of us are better uh, more abundant more resourced not just one And so as I prosper, my funds, my resources, my abundance goes into the creations that are then shared with more people. And so they prosper when, so for example, like a birthday session, you pay $222 to me and in exchange you receive all of the awarenesses and the threads coming together and the magic and the energy reading, just like I'm doing here. Like there's this, we both prosper. I have the resources now to go do something with that money, and you have the information and the fuel and the momentum to move into your next creation. And so prosperity is mutual. And prosperity in the way that I see it for Gaia's love and for Gaia's gifts experience and the festivals, it's like this, (laughs) my arms just keep going wider and wider. It's like beyond words. And so as more funds and energy in the form of currency and money comes into my business, it fuels resources that pay for the festivals. Ultimately, what I would love is that the festivals are free. You you come, maybe even scholarships where people can have their airfare paid or their transportation paid to get them to this energy portal. You come and everything is provided. The resources are there, and... All of that has come from the prosperity of the work and the creations that I've already birthed. It's it's like generating, but it comes back into itself instead of sitting in a bank account and being a billionaire that's got like lots of money, but do, 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 <laughs> nothing's happening. <laughs> I don't want that. Flow and prosperity are the same to me. We're creating and regenerating, creating and regenerating and and the movement of it is the thrill. So that's that's what's happening there. Um, those are my intentions to to get the ball rolling, to be open to receiving, to lean back and allow receiving more, so that the abundance comes in and funds the documentary, funds all the travel, and then pretty quickly after that we can start creating the festivals. And COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna blow through those barriers and allow the energy to carry us into these experiences. And I feel like I feel like Gaia is supporting that. Earth is healthy and strong and vibrant. She's not sick, she's not dying. And the consciousness of Gaia is not. And as as she reveals more of this consciousness shift she's going through, as she embodies or expresses her embodiment more. We're going to see the climate become what Gaia is creating, not what we are doing to her that we think we are creating. She's in control of her sustainability, not us. And she'll put us in our place if we need to be put in our place. So if we could align with that energy, what magic that will be. And I, I feel that shift happening so, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's a good place to be. It's really comfortable here. <laughs> Temperature is good, light is good. <laughs> Chair feels great. Only thing wrong is my stomach's starting to growl because I'm ready for my Indian food. I don't even know how long this has been, but I am trusting it's perfect. What I would like to offer and to ask, what I would offer is sign up for a birthday session and create this magic for yourself with me you can do that in my what's now called a store will soon be called a place of prosperity (laughs) under sessions there's a birthday session um it will only let you book i think four or five weeks out so what you probably want to do is exchange for it and then send me an email say this is my birthday as soon within a couple days around my birthday as possible i would like to get it on your calendar we will put that date on, your cal- on my calendar and your calendar now for the rest of the year. So, I mean, unless there's too many, and then I'll have to say no more birthday sessions. But right now I'm saying, book it, and let's get it on our calendars, and then give yourself this gift of doing exactly what we're doing here. Claiming it, being intentional, and aligning with the highest frequency for who you're here to be in this world. The other thing that I would ask from you is if you resonate with any of the work that I do, if you find value in what I share, share it. Share it with someone else, like it. If you watch the videos or um, listen on some of the audio platforms, leave a review, leave a comment, share how this touches you or inspires you, and then pass it on to somebody else. So forward the video link, forward um, the podcast episode whatever platform you use, and allow the energy to move, allow the energy to expand. If you find value, odds are somebody else will also find value. Post on your Instagram, on your Facebook, share the link and say, Oh my God, this woman, <laughs> this 51-year-old woman sitting in front of her tree is saying some things that maybe you will also find valuable. And let's, let's spread, let's like expand this work and this energy. I have set very specific uh, number goals for this year in addition to my energetic blueprint and my numbers, I'll claim them here. I claimed them with Bob up at the bar. (laughs) He's my new friend at the Wings Place up the road and I claimed it out loud with him and he was like, okay, I'm like, oh shit, he's actually going to ask me how I'm doing. (laughs) He's going to measure with me if I'm doing these things so I'm going to say it again here and ask for your support. I would like to grow my YouTube to a thousand subscribers, which then allows me to have a community space, which I would really love to do on YouTube. I think that would be so much fun to have some dialogue in that space. And when I have a thousand followers, subscribers, and 4,000 views, watch hours per year, then YouTube will actually start paying me for the content I'm creating, which would be amazing. Like, let's allow that revenue stream to start coming in and supporting the work I'm doing. So a thousand YouTube subscribers, I'd like to get, um, my Instagram account, which is where I spend most of my time online. I don't really do much on Facebook except for Facebook groups. And I will mention that in a moment, but my Instagram account, I would like to get to 10,000 because when you have 10,000 followers, then people can swipe and go directly to the links and it saves the step of having to go into the bio so and also like it'd be cool to have that many people hearing the work that i'm doing so share me on instagram and help me grow that number um what were the other ones that i they're on my board over there (laughs) those are the two big ones those are the main ones grow my mailing list so that engaged people not just like people who sign up but engaged followers who respond to me and step into the work that i offer and have thoughts when i ask for reflections like Engaged people would be so much fun. So that was another one. Um, Oh, downloads for my podcast to have, what did I say, 10,000? I should really remember these numbers. I'm going to go look again after we finish this recording. I think it was 10,000 downloads or listens per episode. That seems really high. Was it that high? Well, apparently it is (laughs) 10,000 listens per episode, which. Could totally happen because it's really fun to hang out with me. I mean, and all this beauty. Like, who doesn't want to hang out with all this magic? So, yeah. So those are some of the specifics. They're all bigger numbers and and expanding my reach, which then allows more income to come in, which then funds the documentary and funds the festivals and gets the machine rolling. So that's where we're at. That is my birthday magic blueprint that I am sharing with you. Um, Yeah, so today's Wednesday. I have the gym. Uh, We have moved our time on the Friday calls to 11.30 Eastern for the women and 1 p.m. Eastern for the men. We have some cool men and some cool women in these spaces. Our Tuesday calls are at 5.55. 5.55. So if you are looking for community and you want those reflections and you're already doing your work, but you feel like you're doing it by yourself and nobody understands and nobody else has these weird thoughts that you have, pretty sure they do. (laughs) You can probably find them in my gym (laughs) because I probably have those weird thoughts too. (laughs) So check that out. I've decided to make a change on the energy gym before it was just open. Anyone could sign and join. And I feel like now... um, I'd like for you to get to know me a little bit and me to get to know you before you step into that community space because I put so much of my own time and love and commitment into that community. And I just feel like we need a little bit of a filter in between to make sure that people stepping in are committed to doing the work and want to stick around and want to do like all this fun stuff that we're doing. Um, so in order to, I guess you could call it connect or be interviewed, it's not really interviewed, but... In order for us to align energetically before you step into the energy gym, the um, entry is going to be an initial energy assessment with me, which is $111. It's about 45 minutes, and I read your energy and reflect back to you what is most present. We look at your chakras or your intentions or your path of where you're at in the moment and then see does that actually align with the gym or you know what other support might you need. And so that's sort of the in between. (laughs) If you want to be in the gym, that's the door you have to go through to enter into the gym. And that feels really good to me. So that change will be made on the website. Um, so we have the gym calls this week and new moon is going to be in Aquarius next week on Monday. I'm so excited. Moon in Aquarius, sun in Aquarius, my birthday, like things are good. Things are so good. Um, I have just shifted a whole bunch around in the new moon space. So I have been doing these meditations. This is going to be a really long episode. <laughs> I've been doing these new moon meditations for three years now, maybe four years, probably three years, and um, and they're beautiful. They're like 20 to 30 minutes. I usually put music with them, and they're just little connections of energy in the Um, energy field or the vibration of that zodiac sign and so what I did over the holidays was put together one page for each zodiac sign so there's an Aquarius page that has the new moon meditation I will be creating next week on Monday along with the past three years of new moon meditations all in one page and the exchange is $11 and you get all this magic Um, And so throughout the year, I'm just going to keep adding each zodiac sign's meditations in as the month approaches for the new moon. So by the end of the year, there should be four, at least maybe five in some of them, um, meditations waiting for you for each sign. And it's $11 per sign. So it's a beautiful way to uh, practice playing with energy in the way that I do it, to practice meditation in a really uh, gentle and peaceful way to have music add that multidimensional element to it. The other piece that I do at the New Moon is I create a card reading video, just like I'm kind of doing now, but it will not be in this set. It will be back at my desk. And I am now separating the video into two parts, just like most tarot readers do. There's going to be the first part, which is public on YouTube for free. It'll be about 20 minutes, and it's looking at the energy individually, collectively, and highest wisdom for the month ahead for that new moon's energy and then the second half is going to be another 20 minutes and it's wisdom from our guides that's usually where the energy goes deeper the message goes deeper there's there's very specific guidance that usually comes through of here's the best way to move through this next month specifically this because this is what's happening in the energy space and so that part of the video will be included on the web page along with the meditations for $11. <laughs> Which is awesome. But you have $11 and lots of people start doing it and that's generating energy too. So try one if you haven't yet and then share it with your friends. And well don't share that they should exchange themselves, but share the link with them so that they can go and learn more and sign up themselves. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Birthday. New moon. Our granddaughter, our second granddaughter turns one. (laughs) She turns one this weekend. So that's exciting. We're going to go over and celebrate that. And, um, yeah, just really beautiful love all around here. And it feels really good to share it with you. It feels good to be back in this flow of energy that is guys love podcast. Thank you for sticking with me for what I think has been a longer episode than usual. And, um, yeah, time to Go get some Indian and read some Jinkies, and then I have some birthday cake with my mama. I'm excited. All right, here we go. A birthday blueprint, my gift to you, allowing you to see me and witness what goes on in this space <laughs> right here. It is good to be with you, and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in a new community on Facebook and Instagram I call The Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.